0: Congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast.
1: Yes, you are. SPOTS, or Sex and Prevention of Transmission Study, was launched last week in Aotearoa. This study aims to use information about sex between men in Aotearoa to inform blood donation policies and HIV pre- prevention. Being head-run by the University of Otago and the University of Auckland, I sat down with Peter Saxton from the University of... Auckland, a lead researcher for SPOTS, to discuss the study and its aims. Hi Peter, how are you?
0: Kia ora, very well thanks.
1: Awesome, well thank you for joining us today. Uh, could you tell us a bit about the SPOTS research and what it is?
0: Sure, well SPOTS stands for Sex and Prevention of Transmission Study uh, and it's a pretty ambitious study so it's essentially about three things. First of all, um, removing um, unjustified discrimination in blood donor policy in Aotearoa. So that's a a big one. But it's also about preventing HIV transmission uh, and improving sexual health care, particularly for gay and bisexual men. So it's sort of three studies wrapped into one. But we've had fantastic feedback. Uh, We've launched this week. And, you know, we've got, I guess, eight weeks of recruitment to go. But because it's about so many important issues for our communities, you know, we've, we've received really great buy-in and that's, that's really pleasing to see.
1: So this study focuses on HIV prevention and blood donation policies in Aotearoa. Could you talk a little bit more about why this makes the research so important?
0: Sure. Well, in Aotearoa, like in other countries, gay and bisexual men are effectively banned from donating blood. So the actual rule is if you've had... Um, sex with another man, um, and that includes oral or anal sex with or without a condom in the last three months, then you're deferred or, or asked not to donate. So that's the policy as it stands. I guess the first thing is that we know a lot of gay and bisexual men uh, um, want the right to donate. Um, we don't know how many are interested. We know that, that quite a lot are, but we don't know what the precise number is. Um, and that's because, you know, gay and bisexual men like other people want to help others who need blood um we know that donating blood is valued in society it's seen as a moral good and almost as a civic duty so i think being denied um access to donating blood you know excludes a lot of people who want to help that's the first thing um and i think a lot of people who are friends of gay and bisexual men they might you know have brothers who are are gay or um friends who are gay you know, they're quite surprised that there's still this policy and, and don't really understand why it's still here, particularly because we see ourselves in our Aotearoa as a progressive country, right? So that's the second thing. And the third thing is, look, the blood service itself recognises this is um, probably outdated, that this very broad policy is probably too blunt and doesn't um, reflect some of the differences, you know, amongst people that could allow some people to donate earlier and... Um, and, and safely. So it's about those three key things. Um, but what we don't have in Aotearoa is evidence. So you know, New Zealand's epidemic situation and blood donor situation is unique. It's not exactly the same as other countries. So we can't just copy other countries policies, but to know what the right policy looks like, we need New Zealand data, and that's what our study about.
1: Yeah, and speaking about data, I know that SPOTS is looking for participants right now what criteria are you looking to meet with those participants? And why is it important for people to get involved?
0: So SPOTS is open to um, men who have sex with men, regardless of how someone identifies. So that could be gay, bisexual, pansexual, queer, or, or even heterosexual, so long as um, you identify as a man, cis or cis or trans, um, and have sex with other men. That's the first thing. It's also open to... Um, trans women and non-binary individuals who are having sex with gay and bisexual men because that increases um, exposure to HIV in Aotearoa. Um, and you could be a young gay and bisexual man or queer person and not have had sex yet, but but we're still keen to hear from you. So that's um, who we're asking to take part. It's quite an ambitious goal. We, we would like to hear from 4,000 participants over the eight weeks. And that's for a couple of reasons. First of all, we need to to have enough participants to examine the experiences of very small parts of our communities. Um, we're also looking at quite rare experiences. So, you know, undiagnosed infection is quite a rare event, we hope. But we also want to look at diversity. So often when we do these surveys, you know, we hear from people who are quite attached to the gay community. They might be involved in, um, you know, queer communities. But for this, we really want to hear from voices we don't Hear as often from. So, we're thinking of you know, Māori gay and bisexual men uh, or Pacifica, Asian, um, migrant um, men who have sex with men, people who live in smaller towns, um, and, and people who might not see themselves as, as gay. So, that's important because we expect that the experience of, of HIV prevention for, for these groups might look different. And, and, and we want to hear from them if we to know how to remove those barriers.
1: So current sex education and general knowledge of STIs can be quite antiquated. How does this influence your study and the hopes for its outcomes?
0: Yeah, this is a really timely study for for some other reasons. So yes, the main thing I think is around blood donation. But to do that well, um, we also need to know quite detailed um, information about people's safe sex practices, right? And this is important because we haven't done this in, in Aotearoa for quite a few years. In fact, the last time we did something at the scale was 2014. That was quite a long time ago in safe six years um, because a lot's changed. So HIV prevention internationally has evolved. Um, so in addition to things that have worked really well for you know more than 30 years, things like condoms, things like testing for HIV and other STIs. We've got um, PrEP, which is a pill people can take to reduce the risk of contracting HIV. And we've also got treatments for people who are living with HIV that means they they can't transmit HIV sexually to their partners. So we need a a much more up-to-date picture of of what safe sex looks like in Aotearoa um, in 2022. And we need that because we want to know what the overall coverage of of safe sex looks like and whether we're likely to reach the goal of eliminating transmission of HIV in New Zealand by 2025, which is one of our um, government's objectives. Um, But we also want to know where the gaps are. So like I said before, we want to know whether there are some parts of our communities who are missing out on some of these benefits, whether it's um, knowing where to go for an HIV test, knowing how to access PrEP, or understanding things about keeping themselves safe. So it's both about where we're at um, overall, but also where the gaps are.
1: And I guess lastly, for those who don't fit criteria to participate, are there any other ways that individuals can get involved in helping out the spot study?
0: We've had a phenomenal response already. So we launched on, uh, gosh, Tuesday this week. Um, and we've seen, I think, promotion of the study really go viral, on, on, particularly on social media. So um, radio has been fantastic, TV has been fantastic, but actually it's our our community and our allies, who have been sharing it with their Fano, that's really, I think, given us a, a, a nice kick. So we've already, in the first, I think, three days, got over 1,200 responses, which is incredible. And that's through sharing some of the pretty vivid posters that people might have seen around um, the city. So look out for our social media ads. Look out for some posters around campus and around um, cities. And share that with friends because that directs people towards the website where people can take part. So if people go to spots.org.nz, that's where they can find everything they need to know about the survey, um, the link to the actual survey. And then another thing that's really important, which is um, an invitation to provide a dried blood spot test. And that's kind of why we have called it spots as well. That's sort of a, a second voluntary part of the survey. So once someone's completed their behavioral questionnaire they can also be sent a kit from us to their home for free and provide a dry blood spot. That will then get sent to a lab. We will test it for HIV, syphilis, and hepatitis C, which are all um, transfusion transmissible infections. And they'll have the opportunity to also receive their results if they'd like that too. The goal of that for us is to work out what the overall proportion of undiagnosed infection is. That's obviously really important for setting the right blood donation policy setting. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's the thing that blood services around the world are most concerned about It's undiagnosed infection. But also for individuals, of course, it can help uh, diagnose um, an infection they weren't aware about. And all three of these are now treatable. So there's both, you know, individual benefits from doing this, but also community benefits too. Thank you for listening to our Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.